Ladies and gentlemen, episode 10, Hosts and Pints podcast. Thank you for joining us. I can't believe we made it to uh, 10 episodes. Yeah, uh, I was just about to say that. I'm surprised. Like, we haven't. Two weeks of MLS, and that's all we really got. <laughs> so, its title is Life of an MLS Capo. State of RBNY as well. We'll talk about Red Bulls. We'll talk about being a Capo. Uh, we've got a special guest, John. John, I'm going to botch your last name, so I'm going to let you just intro yourself. Uh, Dive into a little bit of what the Devil's Podcast is. And, uh, yeah, just take it away for a second, then throw it back to me when you're done. Yeah, you got it. So the, the, my last name is, is Faraday. There but, we go. Uh, as far as the podcast, <laughs> the, the Let's Go Devil's Podcast is concerned, everyone knows me as Shorts Guy for that. Let's Go Devil's Podcast, very very similar to what you guys have. It, we, we started it. It's the, the, the premise was just a couple guys at a bar talking Devil's Hockey, and that's what it's kind of bloomed into and expanded to, you know, to, to the point where we're three seasons into it. We're, I, I don't even know what episode we're on. We're, we're, we're way into it, there but um, it's, and that's pretty much what, 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 it, what it's become is all of us just, just talking devil's hockey. And just like we're, we're sitting at a bar, we all drink as we're talking and um, it's, it's just, it's been a good time. So that's that's for everyone that likes the devils. Uh, Let's go devils podcast. Check us out. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, all that, you know, happy. Sweet. And we'll put all that information in the show notes for all of our, see, I'm, I'm new to hockey. So I'm actually, I'm interested. I'm going to check out your podcast, man. Dude. Like the best awesome, part, man. the best part about let's go devils podcast is like, they actually like, you guys are actually like, you guys are big to the point where like, you're actually getting like people, inside the organization legends of the team announcers like that's the part that like always gets me like i love listening to you guys i'm not even like a full devils fan i used to be a devils fan i'm a Fucking longer man, devils yeah. fan i know i'm a <laughs> um when you trade away jay pandolfo john madden jamie langbrunner all in the same like off season i have no reason to be here okay leave me alone how fun is it over with the canucks over there bud I mean, we had the Sandine twins for a while. So that's all you had. Yeah, and how many cups do the Sandine twins have? Um, None. Hey, just just, just some Stanley Cup final losing riots. That's all. Yeah. They hey, hey. <laughs> the Vancouver Canucks riot harder than any anybody other team. Else. Anybody else. I still remember. Dre and I were at the same like, – we were at someone's house, and we were watching the final of, like, the Vancouver Canucks losing. And all I remember is, people, like, one guy was standing on the edge of a bridge, and there literally was another guy who kicked him off the bridge like i don't know how i don't know how i don't know how far the drop was but like it was scary enough to the point like i'm watching this and i'm just looking at dre like that dude just kicked another dude off a bridge how angry (laughs) how angry have you ever been to leave a sporting event to the point where you're like i remember when i was when i was in pittsburgh i was there in school one of the first years in like 30 years where the pirates qualified for the postseason in in the baseball and there's a bunch of bridges in pittsburgh and there's one right outside the stadium and homeboy jumped off the bridge to celebrate making the fucking playoffs yeah can't can't make that up anyway justin with that note we're uh, back to you back to me and we're gonna I guess started off with what are you drinking as usual? I don't know why I forgot, but uh, <laughs> I swear I'm not drinking. Again. Uh, actually, Matt go first, and then uh, 
whatever whoever wants to go go you, you know the way Michael. Right. zero sappy story required this time. Oh, no, 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 no no we like him no, it's, no, it was a joke no, it was a no, one-time no, joke we're sorry no no no, oh, no sappy stories put your tissues See? away no sappy story it's departed souls i have a ton in the basement due to the fact that i stocked up so heavily because i want to support all my local brewing companies because in this time of crisis your local businesses need your support now more than ever so i refuse to buy anything that isn't from a craft brewing company a little sorry sappy. A little fucking sappy. wow a little sappy but a little sappy but i, I like it it's fun part souls is the best drago i got myself this uh, beverage it's called a mexican mule so it's the same recipe as a Moscow mule, but you just sub in tequila. And uh, it's probably the only tequila drink I enjoy. So Mexican What type of tequila are you using? Uh, Jose Cuervo Gold. Oh, wow. You're fancy. Very nice. Because I, I don't know the difference between one to the other. <laughs> Neither do I, honestly. <laughs> Go ahead, Alex. I am drinking Jameson Ginger with a little bit of lime. But oh, wow. Before oh, wow. this, before I'm so, this, I'm so I was I was tired and I forgot that we had the podcast. So I made a pot of coffee and put Jameson inside my coffee. There you go, bud. So I just recently made the switch to soda. So. Like, do you just like, do you drink your coffee black and just pour Jameson mm-hmm. into it? Or do you like? No, black. I drink it black. The question is, why didn't you use the cold brew Jameson? Why well, did you use the regular Jameson? Yeah. Does, he even, does he even have any of that left? I have a very little amount. And I'm going to save that for another drunk night when I go, hey, I forgot <laughs> I fucking have this. Kyle. So I'm drinking uh, Lancaster County cider. This one is frosted. Oh, so good. They do sell year round, but they're the they're the company that does everything for the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair. So if oh, you nice. go there, all of their drinks you could buy are all from Lancaster County cider. Sure. And uh, Rene- the the Renaissance Fair. The, uh, Han, did anyone yes. ever see How I Met Your Mother? The yeah. Rene. The, what was it? It's not Renaissance. It's the Renaissance. The Renaissance. Exactly. Fair. Nice. That's I can back that up. That's a really good cider. Yeah, I don't just go to a rent fair in another state to buy booze, but wait, <laughs> no, wait, that's yeah, that's literally the, that's exactly what we do. We go to the rent fair first. We stop at the winery, fill up the back of the giant pickup truck with as many cases of wine and cider <laughs> as we can, drive it back to the hotel, and then we go to the rent fair. But our priorities are definitely in the right place. Exactly. <laughs> you know, John. All right, so. I spent my afternoon uh, drinking Jameson and ginger, but now my I am man. drinking. I am now drinking uh, Cape May IPA from my kegerator, and um, nice. you know, uh, as we get started, I'm going to say I'm going to raise a beer. Uh, sorry to be sort of on a uh, kind of a I don't want to say a downer note, but I raised a beer because today is April fifteenth, and you know what? Uh, we we can all relate to this night 96 supporters went away to a to a match to support their team today and they didn't they never came home so to the 96 i raised my kate may ipa uh we can all relate to going Cheers, to an man. away match uh Cheers, to the hillsborough. never came home from hillsborough so I that's for you guys that. appreciate it uh, so I have to start with that i would be remiss uh, i know matt and I, you and i definitely don't agree when it comes to epl but you know what? That's we I, when doing all... it. When, when, whether, whether it's today, whether it's February sixth with the Munich Air disaster, a, a, any. Here's the thing: at the end of the day, a rivalry. It, it only the bond is only so deep, if that makes any sense. But at the end of the day, we all recognize that every single one of us are human beings, and oh, absolutely. 
as much as you want to hit the person, you know, wearing, you know, the opposite colors to you. At the end of the day, we're all humans. You know, mm-hmm. we all we all have to look out for each other, especially in like these times. Like, oh, absolutely. And, and you you should absolutely be able to go to an, an away match and come home. That's and it. The '96 went away and and did not come home from Hillsborough. So, uh, you know, to them, you know, God absolutely. bless them. And uh, you know, today is that 31st anniversary. But I, I am drinking Cape May IPA. One of the uh, the first purchase I made as a homeowner here was to purchase a kegerator. Nice. And, uh, That's badass. Adulting. And uh, I, I, I've got a, I've got a keg of uh, Cape May IPA currently in the uh, kegerator. And I'm going to go get another one in the next couple of days because for the first time in my life, because of this whole situation, I'm keeping a tally chart of, of the uh, beers I'm drawing from my keg. And, <laughs> and it's, 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 pouring very cleanly so i know i'm getting like maximum beer from the keg nice. but i know that i am five beers away from the keg being over dun, so dun, dun. i'm i'm gonna have a new keg come friday afternoon and uh that's you know i just i i, I don't want to lose my beer and, and is that like a is that like a half size keg like a smaller keg I have a uh, I have, I have a sixel the IPA right now and I'm gonna get another sixel too so gotcha it's roughly about forty plus beers Kyle so why don't we have a kegerator uh, you should all have I a don't kegerator know. We, this is your house we can put a kegerator anywhere uh, dude I'm, I'm, t- a kegerator. I'm telling you right now like, that was that's we'll definitely replace the dishwasher with a keg yeah. <gasps> our dishwasher is actually currently not working we don't know why I should be kind of know why but I like that idea we can definitely put a kegerator in its place. I that highly is a support, fantastic idea. I highly support anyone and everyone that loves beer to get a kegerator and have it in their house because it's been the greatest thing that I've ever had. It's, nice. you, you have a, you have a fresh pour of beer whenever you want it, and I I know sometimes it may seem odd, but for those times that you only want like a little bit of beer, not a full beer, you can just have a little bit of a beer. little bit of beer, and and that's the best part of a kegerator is you can just have a little bit of beer and not waste any beer. So. I completely support well, having a kegerator in your house. I was, I, that, that's it. I, I as as you were can talking, I do, can I do a double tap? One beer for Kyle, one Jameson for me. <laughs> like, uh, yes, you can. So, all right, let's do this. Provide uh, links in the show notes. For yeah. No, to trans- <laughs> in my Amazon card. Hey, Justin, wait, hold on, hold on, guys. Justin's actually drinking something today. Can't oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, wow. oh, 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 oh. Wait, water. Water. So, so, so on Justin's <laughs> on on Justin's camera lens right now, there are in fact no laws. Like so, like if this, if this entire. If this entire video stream right now was like legal land, Justin is the only part of that land that has no laws. No, no laws. Because he's drinking laws. <laughs> Too bad Mario's not here to make fun of him. What, it, just, in 10 days when I move to the new house, I will go to the liquor store and not buy a kegerator, but buy some beer. <laughs> so you're just buying wrong. So what you're saying is I'll come yeah. visit you into christening. I'll come with a case of uh, White Claws. Got it. Or Jameson. That's fine. Well, no, that well, yeah, no, that comes with me everywhere. I'm talking for you. You get the white say, I, I was about to say, I I refuse to believe Alex does not travel with an emergency bottle. No, there's an emergency <laughs> bottle in my car at all times. At both cars, actually, we're good. No <laughs> yo, speaking of yo, speaking of Jameson, uh, I, I was in my buddy's wedding in September, and and as as the groomsman gift, he bought everyone whatever their their liquor of choice was in a gigantic bottle, Sorry. and I told him Jameson was my was my liquor of choice. 
So that is the liquor that I'm that that's the bottle that I'm How big is using it? is my it's one of those giant like the ones you see in like display in like liquor stores. Oh, like the the liter and a half no, or whatever. Whatever it is. It's it's sitting in my Because that's kitchen. what I currently have in my kitchen is the liter and a half. I just whatever it is. I I don't know what size it is. It's, it's, that's it's awesome biggest, though. That's an awesome gift. Biggest bottle of Jameson I've ever had in my house. And it's it's now what I'm you know drinking next to beer is Jameson from there and then beer from the kegerator and kind of switching it up. Oh, uh, dude! Next time, when next tailgate I see you, Adam, I'm coming with you with the with the big bottle. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> find you it. with the big bottle. I I will say this though: that next that first tailgate back from all this crap Rager. is gonna Don't be, be a disaster. No. Yeah. yeah. You guys remember that scene in scary, in scary Movie Two where the guy is like hasn't had sex in a long ass time and then blows up the fucking ceiling? <laughs> red bull Everyone's gonna get together and just blow the ceiling off. Got it. Yo, no, that I, tailgate. That first tailgate back is going to be an absolute disaster. Dude, Absolutely. Yeah. Dude, it's going to be great. Disaster. We're going to be that's what, makes, that's what makes those tailgates fun. Before We're all going to be 100% trash by kickoff. Before we... But dude, I'm talking Kyle's going to have to drag me to the fucking stadium. Yeah. We're gonna, I'm gonna, I'll be asleep in the parking lot. We're, we're going to go into the next part of this podcast, but one last thing about the tailgate. Marco is not making it into the stadium, and that is 1,000% a fact. The Heinies are going to take effect. For real, God bless Marco, and 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 he's dealt with this with True this pandemic. Yep. He's dealt with this pandemic more than any of us have. Yeah. Yep. So we talked about him last episode. We talked about him in our last Marco. episode. You know, though, it's I've known Marco for for a bunch of years, and and you know what, he's he has not not only is he on the front lines, but he's he has had this and he survived it, and he will be absolutely. Shit face hammered. I'm gonna find him with a Jameson bottle. Too. To that canteen's Marco, gonna be deadly. Marco yeah, will right? not. Marco's not buying any beer, any alcohol shots because he always shows up with shots. Marco's not allowed to come to that first tailgate <laughs> with either shots or beer because every single person a part of the Viking right, army you, is gonna come up and they're just gonna keep handing him. You alcohol. you tell him not to bring <laughs> it. Go ahead and try. <laughs> I dare you, man. Marco, yeah, go. Mar- Good Marco. luck with that, dude. He's going to pour it down your throat yeah. and tell you to shut up. Oh. <laughs> All right, Justin, let's, uh, let's keep right, this so, going. So let's, put the, 10, let's put the eye on John. All right, yeah, hold on. So episode 10, we're going to go a little round robin. We're going to ask John a bunch of questions about being a capo and, um, you know, RBA uh, and the New York Red Bulls. So, so uh, hold on. Give him a little bit more of an introduction there. How are the questions going to work? Is it going to be like Jeopardy style? Justin's had one white claw. He is too drunk to do his job yeah, right now. I was about to say, I, I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure that I'm going to take his car keys in a couple minutes. Because Justin is just <laughs> Shut up, Fuck you, Dad. Take his Uber account away from him. What? I'll what be if- that guy. I remember my first beer. <laughs> All right. Listen, John, I don't know how many years you've been a capo, so you're going to break that down for me and then throw it back to me, and I'll ask you the first question, and then we'll continue. All right, so I have to think because I'm I'm really terrible at math. You're an English teacher? Well, you're a history teacher, right? No, no, social studies, social studies. Nobody expects the history teacher to know math. No. No, no. And and I tell my kids that all the time. They're like, you know, they they ask me about math, and I'm like, the last thing you want is is help from me in math. So um, (laughs) see the question's wrong. The answer's wrong. So years years that have been a capo, so I've got to say it's it's at least it's at least 
at the max five years now when, when I first started doing it because mm-hmm. my first Viking Army scarf is 13. So it's got to be 14, maybe 15. So so five, six years that, that I end up, ended up being a capo. So it, it, it's been a while. Um, and it's... Yeah, it, it's 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 about five you know five years at at the least five five years or so. I always re- I rem I remember my first like so I joined the Viking Army in oh my god don't I I really like I'm looking at the scarves on the wall trying to figure out like what year I joined, but I remember I sat in 107 for a while. I didn't sit in um 102. But there was a yep. it was it was a U.S. Open Cup game I remember, and I was able to get my ticket moved because like my ticket rep was like, "Hey, you've been talking about like maybe moving over to 102. Do you want to just go over there for one game?" I was like, "Absolutely. You know what? Do it." So I, I I did it for a U.S. Open Cup game, and I just it was you and Chris were on the stand, and all I remember was, "Oh, this is a lot of this is a lot of fun. This is a lot of fun." And you just like everyone was chanting, but it was getting a little quiet, and you just blurted out, "Like everyone, start." fucking making some goddamn fucking noise let's fucking go i don't care it's a tuesday fucking night and i'm sitting here like hell yeah i'm just sitting here like i would follow this man to the ends of the earth if he told me (laughs) this is sparta brings the fire every fucking game i will die if this man if this man told me to go to war i would die for him here we go it it it, it sounds about right and it it, it kind of it it all goes back to I got Red Bull season tickets as sort of a holdover be, between Devils uh, hockey seasons, and it was oh, kind of no. like oh cool I have something to do during the summer, and it just it kind of com- completely went went from there. And I had always gone absolutely ape shit when it, when it came to being in the section. It was it was absolutely everything I ever wanted to do was just be loud and obnoxious for a long extended period of time with a lot of other people doing the same thing. And from there, it 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 became. We had at the time uh, Jason Corliss was the lead capo when when I first was in 102. And then uh, we had Casey Miller, who was there as well. And, and, and Choopy was also the, the capital, you know, at the time, you know, along with everything else that, that Choopy does for Viking Army, which is pretty much everything. Uh, everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what, what will wound up happening is Casey wound up leaving uh, and there were just, it was one of those things where I, I would always wanted to do it, but it, it, it wound up becoming like, oh look, hey, you know, we we need someone like, why don't you go try? So I went, I wound up trying, and prior to me becoming capo, Mark Mark Padro became capo and was was doing it as well, and it just wound up going from there. It was one of those things where it wasn't like I applied to do it or I was like, hey, I want to do that. It was just like, hey, you're a loud <laughs> asshole, so why don't you go do this in front of everyone else and be a loud <laughs> asshole? And get everyone else to do it too, so that's pretty much where it went from, uh, which was pretty much everything I was doing at Devils games anyway, and then I just kind of transferred it over to being at Red Bulls games, and it was just you know a whole section of, you know, a couple hundred people being loud assholes with me, and that decided to want to follow me to be a loud asshole. So, and now you're the important loud asshole. Well, <laughs> we always need. Yeah, I, I, I guess so. Um, 
you know, it's just, I've, there's, when it comes to the supporter section and Viking army, there's, there's pretty much one thing that I, I believe, and it just, it should be loud and it should be full out for the full 90 minutes. And, you know, kind of like Matt was saying, like, just be loud. And that's really all I care about is everyone just being loud for the entirety of the game. And it just, that's our point of being there in the supporter section is just to be loud and, you know, sometimes we're assholes. That's that's about it. <laughs> I just I just love how much of a family atmosphere it ends up all being. Like I just love the fact that like it doesn't matter if someone's there one game or if someone's been there now season ticket holders for ten plus years. I feel like it doesn't matter who's to your left, who's to your right, especially like when you start to link arms and we start to sway side to side. I it has to be almost every game. I don't know the person to my left. Like that I'm usually always on the end. I'm right there. I, you're on the right. <laughs> but I'm talking about like, I don't know the person on the left, but it doesn't matter. It's like, I'm not, I don't care who you are as a person. It doesn't matter. I don't care about your views, your beliefs. It doesn't matter. Like for this moment, for this chant where I'm going to link arms with you and we're going to sway side to side and we're going to do it as a family. I just, I, you miss John, every other, other, any other sport doesn't have it. I was about to say any other sport, does it, it, but it will never happen. No. <laughs> and, and that's kind of how I got involved with, with, with Viking Army. It's when I first started coming to games, I was there with a friend of mine and, and his, you know, now ex-wife and a former girlfriend of mine. And I found myself at, at one point, and I, I cannot remember the date. So I, I apologize for that, but I, I cannot remember the date, but I found myself being there on my own and I had, no one else to be there with. So it's like, you know what? I have to start making friends. And, and that's pretty much what everything, and, and I'm going through all my, my, my pictures in my phone to see if I can find a date. But I found myself in the situation where I'm like, you know what? I have to make friends and, and I have to get involved in this group somehow. So I went on, uh, I went on an away trip, New England away, which was, Backstory to that, the, the day before New England away was a retirement party for work. So two of the teachers in my team were retiring and we, we just got absolutely hammered at this retirement party <laughs> on a Saturday. <laughs> I was about up. to say, I was about to say Dre's girlfriend and my fiance are also both teachers. John knows that <laughs> for those who don't know, who don't have a teacher in their life, when teachers get in the same room and are allowed to consume alcoholic beverages, it's a different it's a, ball game. It's you don't, you don't understand when people have all this built up frustration over an entire school year and they get to <laughs> let it out as a group. Yo, you, I'm surprised paintings aren't being torn off the wall and whipped across the room. <laughs> so, so here I am at this, at this retirement party, get absolutely hammered, get, get driven home from this party. And, and I have to get on a bus at, at 9.00 AM the next morning on a Sunday, a Sunday to new England, which we, which new England is not a very successful away trip for us no. at all. No. We won that day in New England. However, I went on that bus knowing that I knew nobody and I needed to make friends. And, and that's where I met Manny, who is now, you know, successfully 
you know, running a hotel and or the kitchen of a hotel down down in Santiago, Chile, uh, Chile. Sorry. So I went on this bus knowing Chupi, and that was about it because everyone who gets involved with Viking Army meets meets Chupi, and and he's your friend. But accurate. I wound up getting on this bus knowing nobody, and and wound up making friends that are now you know people that I consider family from this from this bus trip. And from that single bus trip on on a Viking Army bus, on the brown bus, which is oh, boy. Happened to the, get best on. Bus. the best That's bus. The, the best bus. The brown bus. bus is always the best bus. That needs to be a first t-shirt. Of all, first of all, we won in New England. Now that was a big deal. Right. And and I just got absolutely hammered. I started drinking about 9 a.m. on that day. And wound up drinking all the way until, I don't know, we got home at 10, 11, 12, I don't, whatever it was. And then because it was a Sunday, went to school and work the next day. <laughs> just absolutely like, yeah, just go do just. Is that the day you showed a video in class? You're just like, we're just going to watch this. <laughs> Showing videos is actually worse than actually trying to do work because you sit there and you just you just sit there and actually you, you, you get worse as the day goes on. Yeah. You want to try to do stuff. I actually pulled it off and was able to, to teach that day, but man, that was a rough day, but I can imagine my, my, my first big thing was, was New England away at the Viking army was I went on that trip and I specifically did that trip. Like I need to make friends in this group because it's just me. And I came out with, with lifelong friends uh, and, and and a love not only for the for the club but you know club as in New York Red Bulls but a, a love for our club Viking Army as well. Nice, very nice. That's awesome, dude. That's uh, that's awesome. Make, I would make an argument. He kind of already answered my question. So uh, no, I he he really did. So I mean, I like to dive in, which is good. I I mean, then or Justin, you mind if I go? Uh, go yeah, hit yours up. Go ahead. All right, so. I'm going to make you pull through the archives of the last couple of years, John. You have to remember this man drinks a lot. You might, you know, I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, fuzzy. Guys, <laughs> I'm not looking for Welcome the dates. Welcome to my life. I'm not looking for the dates. <laughs> I just want the games. So John, over your entire years of being a capo for the Viking army and a part of the South ward, what is the greatest game you've ever been a part of as a capo, whether it be home or away? What is what is the best moment you've ever had being on that stand? All right. So <clears throat> two things here. One, winning the shield when we weren't supposed to, when it was in Toronto and Atlanta thought they were going to win. That's, that's one of my, as, as far as being on the stand, that is it. But, but as far as, as one of the best games and, and everything being a part of, was probably away at Cincinnati in the U.S. Open Cup because that whole trip was flying out. I, I think the flight was 11 o'clock on that Tuesday, if, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Flying out on that Tuesday, we went to, you know, we, we flew into, I, I guess you, you fly into Kentucky when you go to Cincinnati, flying into Kentucky and then going to Cincinnati watching from from landing we went over to cincinnati went to a bar 
watched Trent Alexander-Arnold become a legend against Hoffenheim with, it, with that free kick and then went to that away match against Cincinnati where it was just was not guaranteed we were going to win. And then the night ending with BWP jumping into our section he, to dude, celebrate, you, that photo. To celebrate winning that game. So that photo, you're in that photo forever. You have two drumsticks in hand grabbing BWP by the back of his shirt as he jumps in. Like, that photo is iconic in Red Bull history, and John is just a part of it. But to go back to your first one, the game we the, – the day we were not supposed to win – I want that named. I, I want to reach out to Red Bull front office. I want, because they just showed it, I think, today on their website or something. I want that day to be known as the day we shouldn't. Yeah. I that just remember. Toronto handed us a cup. Not a cup. A I still owe that starting 11 from Toronto a beer. Um, <laughs> that's, but probably no, the, inter- that's probably the only time Matt will ever compliment Michael Bradley. God, I do owe Michael Bradley a beer, <laughs> don't I? No, you don't. Not at all. <laughs> okay, so everyone else but Mike Bradley. No, I just remember, like, Justin was to my right, Kyle and Alex were in front of me, but I remember, like, I have the Atlanta game on my phone because I'm because that game is just as important as the one that's going on the field. And, forth, yeah. and as the games are going, I'm only about six or seven rows away from John. So like I scream, John, 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 like mid chat just looks over at me and I'm doing the hand signals, like what the score is. And he's like, really, really? <laughs> oh my God. And you could just see like the emotion just coming out. Like, holy crap, we're going to fucking do this. Like, <laughs> Oh, That's, Derek! That was a good day. That was a good Derek, day. Derek, 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 redeemed himself that day. Oh, I'll yeah. tell you that. Oh, how do you game, miss a? Oh. That game was 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 the the first of which I hope are many that I I teared up on the capo stand, and it was just a a massive day for us. Like the the shield. So so so, so side note: if if you didn't know this. The Atlanta supporters had taken the shield prior to that game ending, thinking that they were going to have it. And the Atlanta supporters had that shield in their possession. And then their team just took a complete shit against Toronto. And we wound up getting that shield and we had nothing but Lenny's fake, you know, the Captain America shield, shield. Captain America shield. And that's what we celebrated with, which is even better. And like, I was, I was there when we won our first shield. I I wasn't there. I should have been in Chicago, but I wasn't. But that but that third shield just felt like so much more because there was so much going on to where we were, you know, potentially at the beginning of the day supposed, you know, we we could have won it and then it just it wound up building and building and building and and we wound up ending the night as the shield winners when we weren't supposed to be there and that was the best part of it is is we wound up winning that shield when we were not supposed to win it and that like specifically if you want to be on our stand in 102 that is my favorite moment so far of being on that stand and winning that shield that that right there was like was insanity it was just insanity Mm -hmm. with with our our match in front of us and then what everything else going on away in Toronto was awesome. And it's like, and the Atlantis, knowing that the Atlanta supporters took that shield and they had to hand it back to Toronto, like, oh, sweet. 
hours to see like we didn't get this like like that's that's inside story right there no like really not many people know that i assume that like the mls would have held it until like the end of the game and then i I knew i knew i knew the shield was in toronto i knew like they were ready to hand it to because i knew they like they wouldn't have it at a neutral site i knew they would be ready to give it to the team that at that point was favorite and who was putting their money on toronto to blow atlanta out of that (laughs) honestly i can't speak for anybody else but having the captain america shield did not lose any meaning like no no not at all oh no looking back at pictures of like the team and padrino just holding the shield like it It made it a little more special i feel like yeah Yeah, a little more special yeah, but yeah, but Matt, here's the thing though. MLS is not in control of the shield. The, the shield is all supporter driven. And and it's not the league's trophy to give out. It is our trophy. So the supporters are the ones who give it out. And the supporters are the ones who hold that trophy. That the shield is not a league trophy. So it was it was merely handed off from supporter group to supporter group. And it has nothing to do with the league. It is merely it, it, it is all supporter driven. And that trophy is is all supporter owned and handed out to the club. So the league has nothing to do with it. It is all ours. That's really cool. I never I was about that. to say I was I mean, to I knew say, it was I called had... the supporters shield. I didn't know it was actually legitimately it's... Run and operated by the supporters. That's that's really cool. Yep, it's it's legitimately all ours, and the teams that that won the league prior to the supporter shield being actually created, and actually the, I think the, either the creation or the engraving. I'm not sure, so I can't be quoted on this specifically, but either the creation or the engraving of the shield is done by the same people that do the Stanley Cup. So that's even nice better. That is really this cool. Is the fact that the Stanley Cup is involved and the Supporter Shield is involved in, in by the same people. Um, that's super cool. It's, it's completely <laughs> driven by the supporters. So fantastic. I can tell my fiance I've kissed the same thing that has been worked on by the same people who have worked on the Stanley Cup. Therefore, I have kissed the Stanley Cup. Boom. What's the next question? Wow. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible connection, Matt. Terrible. Yeah, seriously. Uh, no, come on. It's the same exact thing where, like, Man United's beaten Watford. Watford beat Liverpool. Therefore, Man United's beaten Liverpool. Boom. Oh, my God. No. Don't no. put Watford in with Man United. No. Man United yeah, no. is... No. Oh, come Watford on. is gotta... Arsenal's most no. important player. Okay, I was about to say, my apologies. Watford <laughs> is Arsenal's <laughs> best player this year. No, no. <laughs> I'm gonna ask the next one here. Let's let's take a step away from the high that was a supporter shield and get a little more <laughs> grim. John, what was your hardest moment as a capo for the VA? Atlanta away. Why? Atlanta Atlanta away in the playoffs. I that that match, that away match in the playoffs was the hardest match that I've ever gone to, not only because we should have won and wound up losing, we wound up walking out of there and their supporters after winning were giving us such shit. And we had a couple of banners with us. We wound up getting into an altercation with Atlanta supporters outside of the, not only the, um, the stadium but with like in the parking lot mm-hmm. 
And Atlanta away easily was the one match that I, I flew down. I had a lot of hopes for. I it took and I still to a point have yet to recover from Atlanta away. Did they take the banners like in like the altercation? Or oh whatever? hell no, hell no. John no. would kill. They, John would kill. That's what I want to know. Like, did you see him? It sounds like, like you guys fight. Like there was so 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 speaking of that stuff. There was uh, DC way and 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 Matt was there. Matt mm. had his. Uh, his I've heard his this story. Scarf oh, was, was I, I got punched swiped. in the so so I got punched in the back of the head. I got shoved to the ground, and as I was on the ground, someone happened so kindly as well, someone was like, scarf. "Yo, you're a pussy." Well, someone decided to take the scarf right off my back and run up. He didn't punch too hard because you know screaming eagle pussies don't hit that hard. Um, Ooh. I just I, I immediately. I hope they're listening. I, I immediately turned back. And so much for like, staying neutral. No, fuck and I was, podcast. And I, and I, <laughs> and I, see, hell no. Fuck and that's I, our fucking rivals, man. Fuck and, them. And I turned around and I looked at John because John and Chris were right there. I was like, hey, I just got hit, but some guy just took my scarf. And out of nowhere, John and Chris didn't even let me finish my sentence before they were like, which direction did he run in? And I'm like, uh, I think over that way. Boom, gone. I'm like, God. you caught the guy. I just right? remember, I just remember we're leaving in 30 minutes. I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 I don't need it. It's okay. Point, at that point, Matt's like, Kelly really wouldn't want it. I'm like, I'm like, shut up. Yeah. Kelly would be all about me doing this. Yeah. And Chris and I went and it wound up being, that was, that was the, Matt, if I'm not correct, or if I'm not mistaken, that was the, the, the first away match at the new stadium. Yeah, that, that was stadium. BWP's 100th goal. new shithole. Yeah, it was BDP's and, 100th goal. And that and it was rain delayed for like two hours. Oh, yeah. A, a flooded disaster. But yeah. we wound up in some... There's a back alley near that stadium that like me and Chris and Santi and a bunch of us, it wound up being like 10 versus 10 in this, in this, wound up in this really weird fight in a back alley next to that stadium. And unfortunately, we were unable to get Matt's scarf back, but it was just... It was Damn. just this really weird, like, we went, we did all we could, and it's like, well, what are these guys going to do? And they were coming at us, we were going at them, and it's like, well, I hope none of these guys have some kind of a sharp object, like a knife yeah, to stab any of us, but we all did what we had to do, and it's like, you know what? That's When, when, when you believe in your club colors, mm -hmm. not only Red Bulls, but especially Viking Army, you just go and you are more than willing to go defend what you have. And that totally. is, you know, it was, us. It was great. I was trying to rush everyone to the van because I wanted everyone in the van so I could start driving around all the DC <laughs> metro area looking. <laughs> no, no, it's not that. I was like, because I didn't know where John was. I didn't know what direction they ran in. So I was like, everyone get in the damn van. We're going to fucking find <laughs> these guys. And as we're running up to the van, they were already there screaming and yelling across the street at other people. And I'm sitting here like, oh, well, at least John's right there. Like I can I, see dude, I, when I heard this story for the first time, I wish I was there. Oh, I would have had yeah. so much fun. Oh, it was a good time. I, was, I just the only I would have been, right, been right next to him, just like Dude, the only thing that just pissed me off that entire night is like we knew it was gonna rain, but we thought like eh, it's gonna rain, but Might like we'll on. still play the game. We didn't think it was gonna rain to the point where like it is now a two and a half hour rain delay, and I'm just sitting here like you guys. Yeah. 
Like I had yeah, work. Thunderstorms. I had work the next morning at like eight o'clock. So like, thank God we back. had the roof to keep us dry. Oh wait, that one didn't yeah. work. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, the roof. Oh yeah, the hold on, the roof didn't work. The, the, the plumbing didn't system. Work. Yeah, the screen didn't work. The plumbing didn't work. DC really knows how to welcome people to their brain. It's oh, like yeah. they want the us to make fun of them. <laughs> Fairly yeah, it's easy to make fun of DC. It's so yeah. easy to make fun of DC. <laughs> but, uh, that 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 was a both great and horrible memory at the same time. Luckily, Matt had the morning driving shift. I had the late night driving shift to get us back to RBA at fucking four in the morning Jeez. after all that. But uh, yeah, we. At least we can all say we saw BWP's hundredth goal at our arch oh, yeah, rival absolutely. stadium. So that was fucking really cool. I wasn't Thank there. God we didn't have any more wiener chance like on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that was yeah, that was that was that was too much. Honestly, that that trip going and coming back, like that was just I, I loved every second of it and I wouldn't change one part from start to oh, finish. No. Yeah. From watching Jason have a moment in the car right outside the DC metro area trying to <laughs> piss in a cup to me getting punched in the back of the head. Not one <coughs> second of that entire trip would I change. Oh, yeah. It was uh, not even a little bit. Not even the punch in the head? What if you would have missed? That would have been a nice joke. <laughs> that would have been funny because then I would have just turned No, because then I would have just turned around and made a Wayne Rooney joke. Like, how oh, <laughs> you're just like Wayne Rooney. You can't hit the net either. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> I would have changed at least that. Just saying. All right, I'm going to pass it to Kyle. Okay. My, my question is both, I guess, for you and the club as a whole – what goes into preparation for each game, whether it's – is there a different preparation for, like, say, a big game versus, like, a who cares kind of game? Kyle, they're, uh, all, they're all important. Cough, cough, <laughs> not <for genetic. laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, for me and, and for the club, it's, it's all the same. It's home or away. It's a match, and the match is worth three points, and that's all that matters. If it's home – you know, obviously, you know, we're, we're all there in 102 and then we have 101 and 133 next, you know, next to them. If, if it's away, we're all kind of smushed together, but it's as far as I can, uh, I'm concerned, it's all one thing. It's, it's a, it's a match and it's three points. And if you're there, you're going to go as hard as you can. And that's all that matters. And you, you, you push the team to get the three points and you're loud as fuck. That's the most important. That's about it. <laughs> I guess my next part of the question would be uh, with the Red Bulls being one of a few teams to have multiple supporter groups that have to present one thing, uh, what goes into creating new content with the other supporters groups? We've away games. The claws are, the claws are about to come out. Like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> For everybody non uh, South here here's here comes the shit show. Just <laughs> <laughs> actually, along, please. We try. Away games are are the best for getting uh, new new content. It's because you have you have a smaller section of people, and everyone is generally mashed together, and you try new stuff. Uh, and usually the people that go to away fun. games are probably more like rabid fans are willing more to try dedicated fans that new stuff. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Like the way the way supporters are are the ones who are going to be there home or away, no no matter what. And you can try new stuff on away matches, and you know, bring it into a home match. Um, you know, 
during off seasons, like this off season in particular, we, we had a bunch of stuff we were going to try. We obviously haven't had a chance to do it because we only have one home match, which sucks, but Hey, it, it is what it is. But usually that's the best way to try something new is an away match. When you have all three groups smooshed into one section, like, Hey, let's try this and let's go with it. And Hey, it worked. All right, let's bring it to a home match. You know, I speak to, to, to people from both ESC and GSU. So bringing in new stuff, uh, it, the bottom line is everyone believes in the team in front of us. Everyone believes in the New York Red Bulls, and we all want to be loud. Uh, well, yeah. Hoorah. I agree. I agree on that. Last part. <laughs> no, it's like we're all there for the same reason. We're right. all there because we love the team. And usually away matches are where we can try something new. And if it works, like, you know, twist and shout at DC away for the playoffs for 15 minutes. Why not becoming what we know today is our goal song? You know, and, and that's what happens. It's when it works in an away match, we're going to bring it to home. It'll work at home. And that's yeah. pretty much what it is. Nice, nice. Maybe we'll get start. to try some of the new ones when we're all there on like Wednesdays in February, <laughs> finishing the season. <laughs> yeah, when all fourteen people show up. When we're there like three days a week in August or September. I was about to say I can't wait. I can't wait for my Saturday night game to my Wednesday afternoon game to my Saturday night game. I, I cannot it's wait. Like championship. It'll yeah, never happen, but imagine I, I, a Saturday, really Sunday. Saturday, I'm about Tuesday, it. Saturday. Exactly. I'm dude. about it. I'm you about want, it. You, we're gonna. John just said it. You want to experience the championship schedule? Yeah, that's right. That's three games a week. Three games. I'm about it. Three games in a seven-day period. Oh, you Ma- better get ready because Matt's just going to be camping out in the parking lot. Like I'm not going home. <laughs> this, this might be blasphemous to say, but the Viking Army might have to like pace ourselves. <laughs> that's no. no. Why? I don't know if Marco's going to survive three days. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be Marco's fine. Gonna, I was going to say, wait, we got to come back in three days. Oof. <laughs> Better get some water. She's not yeah. going to leave. If everyone's doing anything during this quarantine, it's drinking. So oh, I think my we'll God. Bad. Practicing really well off. So all, all my gas money is going right back into drinking. That's what I'm Absolutely. Easily. <laughs> all Easily. the gas money I spent just goes right back into drinking. I've, I've become like a bartender at this house over yeah. this quarantine. I've learned how to fucking mix drinks this whole time. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm running out of places to put empty bottles of Jameson. Yeah. No, you're not. Oh, I am. I have them on the windowsill at this point. My next, it's in. I I have a bottle, an empty bottle inside my PC. I have like five on the windowsill, and then back. I think I saw an emergency one hidden in the tank of the toilet. No, (laughs) you never know. You never know, Kyle. When you're having one of those deep, deep moment. You know, situations. I I just keep it right next to the toilet cleaner, just like a little bottle of it. But literally, oh I like I'm like, oh, I'm gonna save so much money. Nope, everything I've used to like spend gas or whatever it was yeah. back during normal days, back in the days, is just going to pure alcohol now. Just Easily. wait to see how Easily. much Jameson he owns once we all get stimulated. <laughs> <laughs> so Dre, I'm, gonna have, I'm gonna have that money for a whole thirty minutes. There you go. So so Dre, so Dre you got the last uh, question. I do, too, right? And I I have one quick one to piggyback off Kyle's before I ask you my question. So working as a capo with the supporter clubs and also like communicating with the front office, do you guys ever get any pushback or any kind of guidance from the MLS or the Red Bull front office about like, Hey guys, don't say that shit or like cut that out or like 
or do they like give you voice their approval if they like chance like what what's that process like the only thing that i can think of that <clears throat> where we got pushback like don't do that or this is when we went away from the you suck asshole chant on the goal kicks aside oh. from that <laughs> there's really That's been degraded. there's really been not much yeah do they have to like approve banners, TFOs and stuff that you guys come up with, or is you guys kind of have free reign of that? Yeah, TFOs and banners, they they want they they want to have to approve, but as far as, as as chance or whatever, that's kind um, of on you guys. It yeah, it's kind of on us, and it's like if we wind up like if you've seen me on the capo stand, I'm kind of like, oh well, yeah, it's like. Hey, you know so what? sometimes, sometimes the will of the people just, is just too just much. Happens. Like when we start cursing out Atlanta in New York. That's the one capo can't stop the entire section of. of no, not at all. Especially when know, Redman's but... in front and can, in full union gear. How am I? How are you not going to chant that? <laughs> but then again, because because you know I I love this club. Like I'm not. If it's it. it <laughs> Bite your tongue. If Bite your I tongue. absolutely hate what's going on, I'm you're gonna see it in front of you. Yeah. I'm cursing out whatever's going on. Like yeah, I'm just absolutely gonna curse out everything that's going on. If I hate it, it's oh, you're, yeah. you're gonna know. <laughs> I wear my heart on we my know. sleeve, and I think you guys have all seen that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, so then to my actual question, I know you've already mentioned uh, a couple of these stories. Um, but is there any particular away day memory that's your favorite? I know you, you mentioned the Atlanta playoff game. Uh, you had some low moments in the D.C. And, and other games, but do you have any particular favorite away day memories? Yes, the 7-0 match. The 7-0 nice. match. So the, the backstory with the 7-0 match is this. I ran the Brooklyn Half Marathon that morning oh, on damn. the 7-0 match. I wound up staying at uh, Manny's place the night before with like an hour, hour and a half. When it's a big race, I mean, I've I've run distance races in the past. Generally, on a distance race, I have trouble sleeping. So I had like an hour and a half of sleep that, that day going into it. That morning, run the Brooklyn Half Marathon, finish with Manny. We then jet to Manhattan shower at a gym somewhere in manhattan i don't even know where manny had a membership we shower in manhattan wound up going to the match on like an hour and a half of sleep drinking at the bar getting on the train walking off the train and i think everyone's seen the videos of those assholes from city just being city and throwing shit throwing smoke and this and that I was actually just I was actually just about I was just about to ask because I know there is plenty of RBNY Southward, a lot of people from the like actual New York area who like they'll tailgate at like one of the bars or they'll have like group like they'll have it with groups. Do you guys see a lot of resistance getting to Yankee Stadium? Friendly reminder, a soccer team that plays in a baseball stadium. Well, <laughs> That day, How do you that, really feel man? that day in particular? So, so that day in particular, you know, we, we went to legends, we met with everyone. We, we did the March into, uh, you know, uh, Penn station did the whole train ride there. It's the claw. Um, got off 
got off the train there and I I swear they were waiting for us. You know, they were they were throwing shit. It was it was a disaster. And they wanted they wanted nothing more than to be this European style. Let's fight before the match, blah blah blah. You know, it new NYPD didn't know what to do. Like the closest NYPD had ever had to that situation was was Yankees Red Sox. And I'm sure all they do is look at each other. But we were ready to throw down. It wound up being a melee split up. Go meet everyone. We win seven nil. The the shit that went down after the match, however, was was beyond anything. I wound up there were there were only a couple people that wound up getting maced that day. I got maced in the Holy eyes. Shit. I got maced in the eyes after that match. Oh shit! It was it was. If you've never been maced, it's miserable. I can't. No, I have not. I can't say that I have. Miserable. Wait, can we make this a thing, guys? No, no, Alex. I don't. Alex, this isn't one of those like recommended things. Like, now I'm just imagining. Sounds like a challenge to me. Now I'm having to imagine like. John, you can shoot it in our eyes. It's cool. (laughs) Now I'm imagining sitting through the bus trip on the way home, just eyes burning. (laughs) So, so, so here's what happened. One of their assholes stole the Viking Army scarf, and and I went into the melee to try to get it. I'm walking away, and NYPD fucking maces me in the left eye. It was absolutely miserable, and I, like I'm 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 trying to deal like like what the fuck do I do? I go to NYPD. I'm like, what do I do? And like I I, I go to an NYPD person, and and all they can tell me is, oh, by the way, we just went to like a stronger mace. I'm like, yeah, I can tell. It fucking hurts. It fucking hurts. So, oh fuck! You thought that last shit was bad? Check out this shit. So, so I have to. Give we started using Carolina to, Reapers. Uh, <laughs> I gotta give credit, uh, Steve Fereza, ESC. I I was blind for 30 minutes. Is what it is, is essentially what it comes down to. Steve Fereza from ESC. Brought me to to a Dunkin' Donuts to get me milk to put in my eye. It was it was absolutely miserable. And eventually it wore off, and I can see again. And was like I, the, the scar from that day, tying it up in my living room now because I refuse to put it over my face because I guarantee there's mace on the <laughs> scarf somewhere, <laughs> and I just want to leave it as is. You know, mace, let it dry mace scarf. But we wound up like with 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 all my boys from Viking Army, we wound up going out to some some Spanish bar in Manhattan at like midnight because we just went from that match. It was it it was the the greatest thing, and then it was your mace in the eye, and then it was like you made it through the mace in the eye, and you your your team still destroyed seven city seven nil like I touched. You ran a touch. A, yeah, you ran a half touch. marathon in the morning. You got maced in the afternoon. You're now drinking in some Spanish <laughs> bar at midnight. That was sounds my like day. quite a fucking adventure. I think. What like a day. hell of a that night. Was, that was my day. Half marathon in the morning. Your team destroys their their local rival seven nil, and you're drinking a Spanish bar at midnight. And oh, by the way, you got maced in the middle of all that. And there was a <laughs> melee before the game. <laughs> oh, just a uh, so much fun. 
before we travel to the next part of it, there's a wise man that once said we scored a touchdown in a baseball stadium against a soccer team. And on that note, <laughs> thanks. Dre. On that note, that's part one of episode ten. Jesus Christ, I lost count. Stay tuned for part two coming up shortly. Thanks. What's the Roman numeral for ten? No. X, motherfucker. It's is just X. Thanks for joining us on episode ten, part one, with John Faraday, a Viking Army capo for the New York Red Bulls. Stay tuned for part two, where we dive into the New York Red Bulls. A little chit chat about what we want to see in this team. Hopefully, when the season comes back. Thanks for joining us, and we will see you next week. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Post and Pints. If you want to join in on the conversation or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, that's at Post and Pints Podcast. And remember, the banter is free, but the beer is not included. Drink responsibly.